What's up? Welcome to the No Seekers Podcast. We have not forgotten all of you. Oh, God. Because it's been how long since we dropped an episode? Like, what? Oh two, God. three, four weeks? And not from my, not from me. It's 100% not because of me. Hey, but you know what? We gained a listener. Who? And we're going to make it happen. He's going to be a guest. He is grouchy like me. Anti-social. Oh, yeah. Don't really got friends. <laughs> Actually, he does have friends. He has a bunch of gaming friends because... Yeah, that don't count. That don't count. How many times... Okay. That does count. No, it don't count. You know how I know it don't count? Because if you told him that he has friends, what would he say? He'd probably just growl at me. He'll be like, I don't like people. Why are you making him sound like a dog? Now it sounds like we're welcoming a dog. He... Or he'd tell me to fuck off. That's fact. That's facts. Or that he'll shoot you or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, he's a co-worker of ours. Um, I connected with him the first round that I worked at the military base. Um, his name's Edwin. He's an older guy. He's about... 60. He's not 60. <laughs> oh, my God. He's no, he's like curse in his you 40s. Out. He's going to curse you out. Um, I love him. I love him because he's a grouch like me. He hates people. Like, we just... We click. We and just, you guys and, have this weird M&M thing. Yeah, we both love M&Ms. Um, we both love food. Like, I would cook for him. He would cook for me. Uh, and it's so funny because <laughs> he is, like, ten times taller than me, ten times bigger than me, and he'll act like he'll hit me or, like, he's about to do something. Like, I'm not scared of you. When really he could just stop me. But his name's Edwin, and he's a real MVP. He's cool. Yeah, so shout out to you, Edwin, for listening to the podcast. He even asked when we are going to drop another one. Like... And then you know what? We waited another week before we did it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's facts, too. Just because of you. 100% it's all your fault. Now Edwin's going to kill me. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, (laughs) Edwin was like, when's the next episode? And I'm like, it's supposed to be every Sunday. But they're not because Christina isn't always into the mood of doing it. He's like, what a scumbag. And I said, yeah, I tell her that all the time. He goes, don't worry, I'll tell her too. So he just randomly texted her scumbag. He did, he really did. (laughs) And he sent me a screenshot of it. But I love it because he's so grouchy and I love it. Like, I'll post a Snapchat or something. He's like, your feet stink, go take a shower. Like, what? (laughs) What? Like, he's just, I love him. I love him. He's he's a pretty cool guy. But, um, as you guys know, we moved out here and it's been a struggle. Out here until Maryland. Yes, and it's been a struggle. Like, first of all, this apartment is way too small. Too small for my liking. Like, I, you know, when there's nothing in it, you're like, oh, yeah, this is not that bad. Then but when you, you start you putting your what, shit though? in it. But you know what? You've already found an apartment that you're like, I I'm ready can't to go. wait till we move into this one. Even <laughs> though we just signed her at least three months ago. That's facts. Um, But, you know, it's ours. It's our little home. And, you know, we're, we're making it work. There's still a lot of unpacking to do, a lot of unboxing. God, there's so much. We finally got our couches like we are literally sitting on the couch couch not couches it's just one yeah, it's a couch well it's a couch and an ottoman it's a sectional and an ottoman but i love it because now i can sit down and watch tv and relax like it's just it's nice been, we had chairs before you're making it sound like we had to sit on the floor like peasants no we didn't we had chairs but it was just two little chairs watching tv and i would just get really uncomfortable like i could just slump and lay down and it's just nice I was always comfortable in the two chairs, and I'd go back Shut and up. forth. Shut up. But I do really want to get into something today. It's kind of a 
deeper, darker conversation. It's very, very dark. It is. So, we'll go into... Let's just jump into it, I guess. Okay, so, let's jump... Like you said, let's jump into it. So, I have this thing, and some days I get super down and depressed. And um, it's because... I want to be remembered. I don't want to be somebody... When who, you die. When I die. Like somebody, not... <laughs> I want to be somebody that you remember when I die. I don't want to be like, you know... Forgotten. Forgotten. I don't want to be the average Joe, average Bob, who, you know, you see on the street, but you don't, like, you don't know them. Like, I want to be somebody or that, you know, like, when you think of something, you're like, oh, I remember Tyler doing this. And I'm not just saying that, that like, I want my family to remember me. I want to be, like, I don't want to say famous or known, but... I just want to be remembered by more than just my family. So it's funny that you go into this because there's something that I do and Tyler hates it. I mean, when I say hates it, like he sometimes even gets upset with me. Um, and it's funny because I realized today. Oh, man, I'm tired. You re- she realized why she does it. She actually I realized why it. I've done it and I've realized why he hates it. So, I always, I don't want to say joke about death, but, you but I speak it. on it a lot. You kind of make light of it. Like, oh, when I die, or, you know, you got to do this before I die, or saying things like that. You kind of make light of it. When it's not like a light situation, like, it's a very, very dark thing. Right, and Tyler hates it. He's like, why do you always talk about death? Like, talk about life. I don't understand why you're always talking about, like, when I die, or when, like, there'll be times where I'm, like... You know, well, when I die, what are you, you know, are do you want to learn how to cook this? And he's like, why are you thinking like this? You know, why? Or she'll say something like, kiss me uh, before we go to sleep because this might be the last time you kiss me. Yeah, and he hates that. Or like sometimes <laughs> at nighttime, this is, this is the worst. I would say, see you tomorrow or see you in the morning. And he's like, can you please not say that anymore? Because what if, you know, I don't, you know, like, I guess I got him into that. I guess mentality. Well, I know where I got that from. My dad. My dad was just today. He did it today, joking around like. Yeah, when he said it, that's when you were like it clicked. It and that's clicked, when you and I and I get up. I'm like, Dad, why do you always talk about dying? You know, why are you always like, oh, when I die, you know, you're gonna miss me, or when I die, and I'm like, Dad, it's not funny. Well, now I know where I got it from. But on a serious, serious, serious note. So I've never really, never really what had to deal with the death. Oh, like like somebody that you've known. Like I remember. Well, no, because my grandmother's sister, I remember her, but I didn't grow up with her. So when she passed, it was sad, but it wasn't. You've never had to deal with the fact, like like somebody close, like you losing your grandfather. Yeah, somebody that you've known on like a more I don't want to say intimate level, but somebody that you've known on a uh, a closer level than somebody who's like a second cousin or. I'm not saying she was a second cousin, but somebody who's like a family friend or something like that. It's well, sad, I, the when, difference it's sad with my, when anybody dies. The but. difference with my grandmother's sister was, is I only seen her when she would come down for vacation or when we would go up to Massachusetts for vacation. And that was like maybe once a year, if that, maybe even longer. So I didn't really have like a bond bond for me to sit there and like cry about it, you know? So, but, you know, you have, you've, you've dealt with that yeah you know um and i could only imagine like i've i've said this multiple times the day that my grandmother or my father goes 
I don't think I will be the same person. I really don't think I will. I think I will fall into a deep, dark depression because of how much they mean to me, how much, you know, like they've been with me since a baby until an adult, you know, they've never left me. They've, they've always been there. You know, when I'm super down and I really need somebody to talk to, you know, most, most of the time I call my dad or my grandmother, like they've just, they've been your rocks essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Um, but my dad has a brother and he passed away when he was young, really young. And he was just, you know, a kid who got into things and got really sick and he passed away. When he passed away, I think I was two or three years old. And it's so funny because I get so many stories, you know, how much he adored me, how, you know, when my father would call his brother and say, hey, I'm bringing over, um... Well, he would say la nena, which means the girl, which sounds weird in English, but it doesn't, it's not a weird thing in Spanish. And my uncle would literally do a full house cleaning just for a little old baby, you know, and, and throw down blankets on the floor and play with me on the floor. He made this little melody for me that he would hum to me just for me. And, you know, and it's, I really wish I could remember him because of how much he's adored me and all the stories I've heard. But I can't. Even on his dying bed, I was not allowed to go into his room. And he asked and asked, like, I there has to be a way, you know, that I could see her. And they found a way where if, he, you know, one of my parents would be sitting on a bench and he had to look look at me through a camera, you know. And, and obviously I meant so much to him if he was begging to see me, even if it was through a camera. Well... The cemetery he's buried at, because we did go see your grandfather. Your grandfather is buried at a huge cemetery. Yeah. Super nice. Um, it's taken care of. And if I remember correctly, your mother pays for, you know, his stone to be cleaned regularly. Um, she and- doesn't pay for it monthly. When he was, when he passed, uh, it's something that, you know, when he repurchased a tombstone, um, it was like an extra X amount of money. At that time, so that it's regularly maintained. Okay. Your flashlight's on on your phone. Oh, that's your watch. Never mind. It's like it's really bright. Anyway, so yeah, it's something that they they paid for to maintain. So, where my grandfather, not grandfather, whoops, uncle, where my uncle is buried, um, it doesn't look so great. Um, it's very tiny. It's a very very tiny cemetery. Where your grandfather is, I mean, we walked laps around there. Like it, it you could, actually we didn't even walk. We drove, drove laps because it was that big. Um, my my uncle's is very tiny, and it's so sad because the one that we were at, where your grandfather is, it's very clean, it's well kept. And don't get me wrong, there were some stones that you know were dirty and aging. You get mossy and stuff, right? Yeah. But not like this one here where my uncle is um there was a lot that were broken over like weathered weathered broken over well some of them being broken over i feel like that was you know people i don't think all of them were i don't want to say that people were like 
that's well near that's, my near my uncle's grave. I want to say like those are older ones that's been weathered and kind of gotten ruined through storms and stuff like, like that. Like that cross that was knocked down, that's people kicking that down. I don't think people like No, it is because so You'd be a very like horrible person to go to a, like, But a here's the thing. Where it. where that gravesite is, it's a bad area. Number 1. Number 2, just today, you know how my uncle like there was like a little hill going downhill a little bit. Yeah. There were um little alcohol they, yeah there was there was cans behind the big um no no, uh, no not that down the little hill no, i know like, i'm saying but there was like cans of so beer so also. a lot of people go there drunk and whatnot and they they do stuff they you know they mess with people and it's sad but it's true that's just the world that we live in but yes some of them were due to weather for sure well two years ago when i went to visit my uncle i mean it was it was depressing because his tombstone was nearly all black. And that's where your fear comes into play, being forgotten. And I find it sad because my uncle still has people that is alive that remembers him, you know, and that that knows him and that shares memories with him. And yet they don't go to his, his grave site. To make sure that it's maintained, that it's clean, that, you know, the weeds are pulled and it's sad. And it hit me today, you know, where I hope that if I was to pass, that my family would go out and clean my stone. And I don't remember him as much as I wish I could remember him. I do not remember him. And since I've been back, I've I've thought... Man, I want to go there. I want to clean it. I want to wipe it off. I want to make sure it's taken care of. I want to make sure it's okay. You know, like, I don't understand. And then imagine, like, once, let's say everybody that remind, remembered him passed away. Did he it's thought, for sure going to get forgotten. You, know, you remember, You I don't know how many of our audience have seen the movie Coco, but essentially when you're forgotten from the real world, you disappear when, like, in that afterlife. Do mm-hmm. you remember that? And it's really sad because, like, that kind of hits home for people that have been have forgotten. Because as we walked through that cemetery, there were people who were born in 1830 and died in 1912. And you know there's nobody going there to clean that up. Exactly. You have their great-great-grandchild going to go to clean their great-great-grandparent who they, they probably never don't even, even know. heard of. And they probably don't even know that it's there. Exactly. And that goes to something else I, would t- I said, like, man, like, as we were driving there, I asked, do you know where you want to be buried? You want to be buried in Maryland, in Puerto Rico, because what if I wanted to be buried in Texas? Then, like, how does that work between you and I? Or right. how about our kids? Are we going to get buried? Like, are we going to buy like a huge plot of land, and then we're all going to be buried in this, you know, square or on top of each? Like, there's so many things to think about with death. And another thing that you kind of said was, uh, you. Um, you you barely remember him. You ha- you like you know the stories more so than the actual memory of him. And I had somebody similar to me. Uh, one of my that adored you yeah. so much. And we make jokes about my grandmother. Uh, she's like a black widow because she's gone through three different men, and they've all passed. But uh, her first one is my, of course, my biological grandfather. Um, that's the one that I can remember, and I have really good memories of him. 
I can like if he if he walked by, I would remember him or I can like close my eyes and visualize him. Now just saying this though, like he passed away after they separated because they did separate. Yeah, I before was before you get into your other one that you call grandpa that that you wish you could remember. I don't even remember calling him grandpa. Or, no, or, the one yeah. like you call him like a second grandpa or whatever yeah. to you. Uh, his name I don't know I don't even know his real name. I honestly God don't know it. Uh, I know everybody called him Nanu. Uh, but he died when I was like two, three years old. When I was really small, and I know that uh, when he did die, he I think I want to say it was cancer. I'm not 100 percent positive that it was cancer. Anyway, uh, his truck was parked outside my grandmother's house for a while, like weeks or something. And I know I've heard stories that I wanted to go sit in his truck because whenever he that got, was something that you two did. Yeah, like he would he would drive around and I got to like drive the truck essentially. And uh so it's something that him and I did and I don't remember that. Uh another thing, I know that I've heard that he loved me, he loved playing with me, but I don't remember I don't re- I don't remember seeing pictures of the guy. And uh and that's what's like really sad because somebody that can adore you so much you don't even know what they look like. It's actually kind of creepy to think about. But it ended up, but well, and then it sucks too, because it's like, man, you love me so much, like, you know. And then, and I'm sure you think about this too, like, how would you feel about me now? How would you feel about the way I turned out? How would you exactly, feel about, yeah. you know, the things that came out of me? How would you feel, you know, like, how like my thought process? Like, I can only imagine if my uncle was still alive, and I told him that I was physically abused by my ex husband. I can only imagine. From the sounds of how much he adored me, what he would have or what he could have done. Yeah. And I even wonder more because there's family members that still talk to him. Would he approach them? Would he call them out and say, you know, what the hell are you doing? Like, you know, imagine if this was your own daughter that went through this or, you know, like why? You know, like I could, I can only imagine yeah, how my uncle would be, what he would say, just, and not even just in my situation, in the rest of the family situation, things that has happened, how he would have reacted and what would have happened, you know. And I could, and I'm, I'm imagining the same, you know, with you, if you know the the grandfather, not your biological grandfather, the other one yeah. that you pretty much consider as a second grandpa for you. I can only imagine, like you know, you going through eye surgery, you know. Would he had came out and try to be there to support you, you know? Or, Would he have called me daily? Would he have, like... Right, because it sounds like he, like, from what I've heard, it sounds like he adored you. And you haven't even told the best part. After he passed away, what happened with that truck in you? Oh, when he, after he passed away, I would, for, I don't know how long I wanted to, but I would go to the door and, like, kind of want to go towards the truck. And, uh... Eventually, my I don't know if it was my mother, my grandmother, uh, they brought me to the truck and I sat in the truck. I don't know how long. They said I sat in the truck. And then after that one time that I sat in the truck, I was like, I essentially kind of got over and I never brought him up again. Didn't want to go back towards the truck or anything like that. It's kind of like I, uh, you know, like I knew everything was going to be okay at that time. And how the keys went missing. I don't know that you're talking about there. I could have sworn your mom said something about how the keys went missing. Oh, his vehicle keys? I don't know if it was his vehicle keys or just his keys in general, but 
Something about the keys went missing. I don't know. Uh, Another thing, though, is we make other stories about my grandmother, uh, her house being haunted by him. Because at night not haunted but that he's because i don't want to say haunt i don't want to say haunted because it's not like he's he's cabinets are flying open and stuff um his spirit kind of like lives there yeah and when when any when she says she can hear it all the time like at night and stuff when when uh he's like walking the halls or in the attic um but whenever i go there um it's kind of like the the the, um, the steps increase more. You hear the steps more. They're louder in the attic or in the hallway. And it's actually like a really creepy thing because I I've witnessed it because at laying in the bed, my grandma has like three bedrooms side by side by side, and I'd be like in the middle room, and it's like directly underneath the attic, and you could hear it's like somebody's just jogging upstairs, and they're like, you know, when you do a suicide and you're running back and forth, yeah. In one line, that's essentially what the the spirit is doing, running back and forth, and you can hear it, and it's probably creepy. excited to have you in the house again. Maybe or something. feel my presence or something, and it's so creepy. And I um, I remember the last time I went there, second to last time I went there, uh, <laughs> I, I it was so loud that I had to, I slept with headphones in, and I remember my headphones weren't working one night, and I just looked at the ceiling, and I'm like. Nanu, can you please be quiet? And didn't it stop you, and told it me? stopped. No more walking the rest of the time I was there. It was like super creepy, but it was, it was like, I don't know, like I communicated with him and he understood. Like maybe he just wanted you to know to that he that was I'm, there. Yeah. Or not just, just not for you to acknowledge him, but just so that he's like, he knows it's me. He knows I'm here. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what and made him. It makes you think, like, uh, when that kind of stuff happens, like, is he with me all the time? Or is he just at that house because that's where my grandmother is still right now? And he loved my grandmother. And then, and then, like, maybe is he with me at some times? Or, like, where does he, where does his spirit roam? And it's funny that you say that because I feel the same way. And I, it's just leaving the cemetery today, I even told you that. As odd as it is, it's almost like I've always known that my uncle was around me. Like, there is just, and not all the time. And I can't say, like, every day, like, guess what? My uncle's sitting right here next to the couch, you know, like, or next yeah, next to me mean. on the couch or whatever. But there was just always things that would happen that were, like, it has to be my uncle. They you know, and, and, like, like today, you know, while I was cleaning his, his stone and, um, you know, just sitting there you took a couple pictures and there's one like of course you know you can angle a phone to where there's like a little bit of a ray or whatever but there's one that like is straight from the top of the picture down to the bottom of the picture and it's just a line like not even a ray looking it's just a line and i told you that wasn't there when i took the picture and and that's things like that it makes me feel like kind of like you where your grandfather you had to tell him like okay like i hear you you know like please stop making your noises I feel like that's my uncle's way of saying, I'm here. You know, like, thank you for seeing me. I'm here with you. You know, like, I don't know. No. It's so no, weird. It is. It's super weird. And I know we've talked about, like, ghosts and haunted and, like, do we believe in, you know, haunted places and, you know, like, demonic presence. But I don't think we've ever sit, sat here and actually talked about, uh, like, a good spirit, something that we can we can't see but... Uh, but we know it's there or 
anything of this kind of nature. And, you know, and it's crazy, too. Um, hopefully I don't tear up because I caught myself almost tearing up when I was telling my cousin about it. But the last time I went to go see my uncle, two years ago, I went with my grandmother. And like I said, it was disgusting. Um, and the ground was a little wet still. I remember having wet grass on my dress after scrubbing his stone. And I brought a water bottle, too, so that after I scrub it with bleach water and stuff, I could pour water on it. With the ground already being somewhat wet and me pouring water, you know, there was no worms, no anything coming out of his grave. It was just, you know, clean. That's it. Well, today, the ground was hot. It wasn't wet. You know, it wasn't, it didn't rain or anything. And I'm down on the ground and I'm scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing. And I pour the water over. And as I'm just sitting there, Looking at his stone, I noticed slowly a worm, which I know is gross because I hate worms. But you didn't, you didn't even freak out when it came either. And let me tell you, I hate worms. I am disgusted by worms. Um, I saw it coming out, and all I could do was watch it. I literally watched it slowly come out from the tip of the head all the way down to the, like, till it was all the way out. And all I could think was, Wow. I'm sitting here visiting somebody who doesn't have life anymore. Not an ounce of life. He's gone. And here, and you know, just sitting at a, a stone, a blank stone and bones, who knows how deep into the ground, you know. Uh, actually, when you're buried, you're supposed to be six feet under. So, you know, and there's no life there anymore. You know, it's just bones and a stone that's it and here's a little thing of life coming out and I know it's silly it's really silly but in my head I start thinking you know why didn't it come out the first time I washed his stone you know I when I um was there the last time the ground was already pre-wet from rain I don't know if it was earlier that day or the day before and I did the whole person matter of fact I poured more water that day than I did today. Why did this worm come out today? I don't know. I, I don't know if I just think too into things and I'm just overthinking things or if it if it is, you know, something or if it does mean something or I don't, I don't know. If it was Edward, Edward would be like, the rain already washed the worms away last time. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that somehow. Which, let me just get this straight because I know I have some family that listen to this. Edwin is the guy from work, not my uncle i have an uncle oh, yeah. yeah yeah edwin's the guy the guy from work we were talking about the beginning of the podcast yeah as odd as that is that yeah we're talking about my uncle edwin and asshole edwin yeah <laughs> yeah but asshole edwin would have said something of that nature and 100 <laughs> percent. he's he probably would've... listening to, or he'll probably listen to this and be like this is stupid this, this is, is stupid. boring i wouldn't have said that shit <laughs> you don't know me when you die you die yeah <laughs> It's the worms coming out of his grave. Like, I could just hear the, the asshole stuff coming out of his mouth. When I die, just throw me in a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's that dark. I hope he's not. No, you just leave me there. But, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I'm going to try not to joke on death a lot or bring which, up death a lot. 100%. Which, I appreciate that. Because it listening to you, it's tough. I I don't want you to die. I don't want anything to happen to you. And then for you to continuously make jokes about that. Oh, you know, if I die tonight or anything like that, it sucks. It's depressing. It sucks, 
Yeah, because when my dad jokes like that, I kind of get upset because it's gonna. I know it's gonna happen one day, whether I go first or he go first. It's gonna happen one day, and it it sucks to think about that. Or if I go first, I'm going first. We'll see. We'll see who goes first. Where's the knife? Okay, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. Next, all you, the rest of the podcast, all right here's babe. Stop! 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 For real. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Let's change it to a little brighter note. How do you like the couches? Well, the funny. Couch? I think it's comfy. You, on the other hand, Man, sat on it and was like, it's as, so stiff. It was stiff as a dick. That's okay? disgusting. I hate that. Why would you say that? It is. It's stiff. I Oh, my God. And then when we first got the couch, she's rolling her eyes. As we first got the couch, we had a TV against, you know, wall, one wall. And when she got off from work, I had completely rearranged the entire living room to what I wanted. And I had told her at the beginning, I was like, we should move it like this. She, and she said, nah, I don't think it's going to work like that. I don't like it like that. And you know who are the, how the living room is set up now? The way you wanted it. 100%. Because, now, realistically, it's because it would. that's the only way it would have worked out. The way the couch is so long. That if we would have had it the way she would have, you wouldn't have. You would have been squeak playing limbo every time you're trying to get to the kitchen and back, and it just wouldn't have worked. Am I right, babe? Yes, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I am always and right. You won, which is something I do quite a bit within our relationship. I win quite a bit. Shut up. Yeah, I always. No, win. you don't. Once, one time, I have not won. Hmm. I'm waiting. I'm thinking. No, you're playing on your phone I'm during the podcast. I'm not playing on my phone. That's, um, that's why I, I am ramble lastly, or lastly, I'm last minute posting a picture on the pod's Instagram, which if you do not follow, you should follow. What's the pod's Instagram? Plug it. No underscore secrets. Underscore pod. See, I know it. You know half of it. <laughs> um, I really don't want to say this because I always say this. Like We're going to try to be better about dropping it on time. But I haven't been sick. It's just there's been. So another thing too, which I don't know if we spoke about this. Um, I got a job in a career field that I have no knowledge in at all whatsoever. And as funny as it is, it's. The same job that my sister does, but she's a manager. And it's a, um... And your sister's been doing it since she was 17 years old. Facts. And it's optometry. Um, I'm an optician. I don't think it's optometry. I'm an optician. <laughs> um, and... If someone wants to tell me to attempt this job 10 years ago, I probably would have said no. What really got me into this whole job was because of Tyler and his eye conditions. Having carcones and having um, surgery in one eye and um, another procedure in another eye. It made me really interested in that whole... Um, medical field. Medical field because... Not saying that I'm a doctor and I could... But to see Tyler's reaction... When he had the transplant and how how he could see better, you know, 
to see somebody's reaction on that is everything, you know, from almost being blind to them being able to see. Then when he got his contacts in and he's pointing out all my freaking flaws. Okay, let's not make it sound like that. Okay, not bad flaws, but he's like, all the little hairs that's not in your ponytail, I could see them flickering through the wind. <laughs> like, that that's what I mean by that. But, like, to see how that can really affect somebody's life really made me interested in that. So, you know, an optician, they're the ones that, you know, you order the glasses from or the contacts and you teach them how to put in their contacts, how to take out their contacts, you know. So it, it really made me interested in that field. And let me tell you, there is a lot of stuff to learn. The, the last two days I had off, I was supposed to work on some of my classes for that. And of course, I did not. So with that going on and then trying to unbox things and trying to put things in places and everything like that, it's just been, even Tyler's told me one day from working, he was at work and I was off. He was like, just relax. You have not, since we moved here, you have not sat down and just relaxed. And it was funny because just the other day, which I enjoyed every moment of it, it was Tyler and I, we were just sitting down on the couch and we we're just watching show after show after show, it was like three or four episodes. And it just felt so good to sit down as much as I hate all the mess around, you know, with the boxes and everything that it was just so nice to sit down and relax. So, you know, hopefully once we get in some type of groove here and we're, get... We're nearly done unpacking. We're, we're at that 90%, 85-90% mark, I think. And we just, we have to hit the last little bit of things. But the last little bit of things is we're waiting on certain things to come in. We still have to change our dining room table so that we can make more room. We're waiting on moving, going through a couple more boxes just to make sure that if this stuff's going to get unpacked versus going well, to our storage. And some of this stuff, too, we've been just straight giving away. Yeah. Like, we've given away a lot of, of things clothes. to my dad. Clothes, we've donated so many. Most of Tyler's clothes went to my dad. But, um, like, my clothes, I've donated, I mean, bags and bags and bags and bags full of clothes. Um, It's just been so much. And this time, like, uh, I know I always say, I'm going to try to be better with the podcast. But this time, like, it's not me being lazy. It's not me being sick. It's not me. Like, it's just I feel like I never have a break. Every time I have an off day, um, I'm doing something. Like, I'm, I'm not just laying around being a bum. Um, and then when I do work and I get out, if I either get out at six or I get out at seven, by the time I'm getting out and trying to figure out what to eat, I'm ready to take a shower and lay in bed. So, yeah. Yeah. I, um, and then you started a new job, you know, so your, your schedule is kind of a little all over the place right now. Yeah. I'm trying to get a routine down for myself, but going back to what we were, uh, when we were sitting down there. And just kind of watching t TV. We watched an awesome documentary called The Social Dilemma. Mm -hmm. It's actually really good. If you are into social media or you're trying to break that social media uh, like strain that social media has on your life, it's a really interesting podcast. Not going to lie, though. Not podcast. It's a I show. Mean, documentary. Excuse me. Not going to lie, though. Not that it was boring, but I did almost fall asleep a number of times. But I also was watching it after I got out of work. 
Yeah, and it's it's very it's very interesting because how things are tailored to bring you back in if you're away from this a specific social media site for X amount of minutes, it's pops up and says, Oh look, Tyler's been away for twenty minutes. Let's just send him this notification because he comments on this person's post ninety three percent of the time. And just knowing that the algorithm wants me to stay there or how it knows I go to this page often so that it will constantly show uh, maybe uh, things on my feed from that page. It's just, it's crazy to know this algorithm is kind of tailored towards me and wanting me to stay on their social media website. It's called The Social Dilemma. It's on Netflix. Everybody should go check it out and kind of cut that social media strand. We're, a, we're a big... Uh... Documentary. documentary people like oh yeah it, it sucks because there's tyler knows the ones he could watch with me and without me because there's like a handful of ones that we have saved that we plan on watching um and that was one we were waiting to watch together uh man this pot's all over the place it really is uh another awesome documentary i watched is kind of an older one though it came out like late last year or beginning of this year uh, Project 11. It's about the... Nick, you probably heard of it. Shout out to you, Nick. It's about the Alex Smith... The big cuzzo. It's about Alex Smith and his... Uh, his his recovery back to... Uh, from his broken leg, basically, in the NFL. And let me tell you. Not many people know this. So um, this, is, this is no secret exclusive information. For some reason... It just recently started to happen too. Probably like the last two, three years. Uh, when, I, when I start hearing this story that's kind of graphic or <laughs> I see something. Wait, hold on. Are you admitting to this right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. No Secrets? Well, the, the podcast is called No Secrets for a reason. Wow. So when He I, hates this. He hates that he's like this, guys. So listen to this. Happening. When I get a hear story that's too graphic or I see something that's very like that I know is real. Like I can see watch something I know it's fake. It won't bother me. But if I know it's real, like I get lightheaded. Where I get like really woozy and I, I feel like I'm gonna pass out. But watching this documentary, the Project Eleven, I had to pause it like three or four times and kind of walk away from the TV so that I can like regain my breath and like kind of like regain my composure. And um I don't know why I do this. The older I get the weirder I get. Like I, uh, I know I don't know if I even mentioned this in the podcast, but you know this, babe. When like we're in the mall, and I'm on the second story, I can't be near the railing anymore, or I feel like we're gonna fall off. You don't even like me being near the railing. Yeah, and it's just something that like is in me that as I get older, I just kind of get weirder. I become more of a, uh, a pussy, I guess, a chicken. But uh, yeah, so man, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. You know what though. And it's not even just with like graphic things because. <laughs> well, I said it's graphic stories also. But some of the stuff isn't super graphic though. Like I have a cyst on the back of my heel. And the day I had to get a shot and it was a big ass shot on my heel and it hurt. I'm not going to even lie. It freaking hurt. I look back at Tyler, and he's over here, like, fanning himself, and I'm like, what's going on? I think that's because I saw you getting a shot in an abnormal place. 
That's what. Now, I do you think it was anybody else, like someone you didn't love, that was getting a shot in an abnormal place? Do you think you would have reacted like that, or do you think I it think was I'd like be a hundred percent fine if I saw somebody else and it was just a whatever type person? But the fact that um, well, Jotty, get a shot in your foot. Jotty doesn't listen to the podcast. That's nice jokes. But um, like I was saying, this podcast has been all over the place. Talked about documentaries, death, and uh, eyes. So I do want to know, though, just saying, if you listen and you follow our Instagram or if you have Instagram or whatever, I would really like to know how you feel about death. Or do you fear about getting, you know, being forgotten? Or do you just feel like, you know, once I'm gone, I'm gone. Who cares type of thing? Or, you know, once I'm gone, it's just, you know, a stone that has my name or, you know, or a jar not jar what are they called a vase that has my ashes you know i just i would really like to know what other people think about it if they thought about it and if you haven't thought about it think about it because i would i would really like to know you know because it's it's a good question to ask like i don't i just i would like to know it's interesting to say the least yeah is that it that's all you got yeah i want to know all right well uh start hitting those comments Hopefully, we'll be back next week. No promises. If you don't hear from us Sunday, you know why. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, anything else? Drop them comments so I know. No secrets. <laughs>